Hey everybody, Merry Christmas and welcome to the Marathon Church Podcast. Hope your day is going great wherever you are listening. I'm your host today, Craig Henson. I, I am joined today by lead pastor Eddie Cox. Good to be here. Worship pastor Spencer Zook. So good to be here today, y'all. And executive pastor Brian Cox. Good morning, afternoon. And there's a slight chance, there's a chance that we're going to be joined via phone by Family Ministries Pastor Chase Callahan, live from Whoville. Yeah. Yes, we love Whoville. We do. How's everybody doing today? Everybody doing good? Doing good. Doing good. Can't complain. Getting ready for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Gearing up for Christmas. Uh, Spencer, why don't you tell us a little bit about our Christmas services that are coming up? Yeah, yeah. So first of all, we'll just get the we'll get the times out there. So we have a drive-in service on the twenty-third at six thirty, and then we have an inside and online service at two p.m. So it's going to be a good time. We got the candlelight. Um, on the twenty fourth, Pastor Eddie's going to be there. Twenty third and twenty fourth. Twenty fourth is candlelight, right? Yeah, yeah. and twenty third. But well, Both are yeah, candlelight. I'm talking about the inside yeah. part. They will yeah. be the same service. Um, there's going to be a few minor differences between inside and outside because it's outside. But uh, for the most part, they're going to be the same, and it's going to be an amazing time. We have some special stuff in the service that we've been planning, and I'm um, really, really excited about. We have an original song in there. We nice. have, um, what else we got? We, we're, I don't want to give away give it the away. one, but I, we have a storyline with, with some voiceovers and some cool effects and stuff. Somebody's trying to steal Christmas. Somebody's trying to steal Christmas. Yeah. I don't know who that is. And we're not going to let it, the, yeah. them. Uh, pyrotechnics, uh, are the Cox Brothers going to blow anything up this Christmas? It sounds like we should. I might. It, there is a chance of snow inside for the inside. Is yeah. it really? I, I, don't, I don't know how much percentage wise but it uh you remember we used chance. to have uh, the snow zones and everybody could see yeah. it yeah. The snow zones it was kind of neat uh no chance of snow outside for no. the drive-in service and we've nary had any precipitation at any drive-in service since we started way back in march i right? know praise god yeah praise how about god. that that's yeah, good that it's good been quite a, amazing it hey, hasn't uh, rained Never so, read. Eddie, you started a new series on Sunday called The 12 Days of Christmas, and you talked to us about the sacred place. And uh, you, you talked about noise, and you asked the question, is there more noise now than there was 10 Can, years yeah. ago? Well, of course, I think, I mean, I think that's obvious, and I'm not talking about trains, planes, and whistles, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm talking about all the stuff that we have between social media, phones, whatever it is that we we're more busy now than we ever were. Even, you know, that's just what happened. The pandemic slowed us down, but everybody can't wait to get back to full speed. I mean, that's just the way we live. I thought it was interesting Sunday when you had us wait ten seconds. It mm-hmm. didn't feel like you should have went thirty, but. 10 feels like 30. But it felt live. like <laughs> I know it, it, it felt almost impossible to do. It really did. It was like, wow, we can't even stop for 10 seconds because your brain just will not yeah, stop. You, it won't. I mean, it will, it will keep thinking of things that you've got to do or you did or where we're going, what's happening. You can't, it's almost like you can't shut it off. Can you not look at your phone for 10 seconds? Man, that's, that's, that's tough I mean, for me. Yeah. You know, iPhone has that thing where they'll track your screen time, and uh, yeah, I try was, not to look at that. <laughs> yeah, and I was I was making a conscious effort to try to reduce my screen time, 
and I was doing pretty good until COVID hit, and now it's just off the mm-hmm. charts. Like it's more than it's ever been before, and it seems like COVID should have quieted things down, but it didn't for me. No, I think it. I mean, for me, you know, I, I don't. I don't like. I mean, I, if somebody calls me at me, I'm, I'm supposed to answer, I guess, but sometimes I don't. Yeah, we I mean, know it, you don't. You know, or you text me, <laughs> and it could just be hanging there. Three days later, because I don't know respond. if I'm, but I don't know if I'm Did supposed you text to respond. Me? Yes, three days ago. <laughs> Is are you asking a question? Or are you making a statement? Or are I just information? See, I don't. I mean, I, you know. I sent you that Christmas song the other day, and you responded pretty pretty on time. So, I did. Yeah, that was good. Oh, every now and then I do well with that. <laughs> well, yeah. I know he's not listening because I I sent golf question mark and he didn't respond. A, a couple that was Sundays on ago, Sunday, and yeah. he didn't even notice it mm. until like. I put that my night. phone up, turn it off, and it's yeah. Sunday. And then I if it's at nice it. outside, you need to make sure you need to talk near. to me before I leave. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I felt the same thing as you, Craig. Though a couple couple weeks ago, I was just since COVID kind of hit, it got bad where I would just mindlessly scroll through Facebook or Instagram, mm-hmm. and so I moved my apps to where like. They're still there, but I have to like scroll over to see them to where when I open my phone, they're not the first thing that I right. see. And it's helped. It's helped actually a lot. It's cut down on the on the screen time. I mean, it's really an illness for me. Like I can't have a notification on my phone of any yeah. kind, mm. an update, a text. Like yeah. if I see a notification, I got to get rid of it. Mm. It's yeah. not good. You have an illness. I like that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely a sickness. Hey, Eddie, you talked about um, giving noisemakers to your kids at christmas I, I i think i've avoided that one for the most part except for like video games and not, like my boys when they were younger they felt like they had to like play them at max volume mm. and so all throughout the house you'd hear that mario theme going super mario you know yeah that yeah, yeah that one yeah um but then so amy and i we sleep with a noisemaker on now and I don't know if that's from living in Los Angeles for all that time, where it, literally it's just sound twenty four seven. But but every night we listen to waves crashing while we sleep, and it's it's like being in the condo in Kauai. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I do. I do a white. I do white noise with a fan that's on the phone. Yeah. You know, and some people actually use a real. A no, real we fan. sleep with a fan in our room. It, it's fifty degrees in our house. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, think about this. We cannot stop hearing, or we have to have noise. Mm-hmm. And when you get, we talked about the sacred place. When you go to, a, when you're, when you are in a place where you hear nothing, your ears will ring. Mm-hmm. They will ring, and it'll be loud. You have to get used to it. Uh, you really will. And it's amazing how getting into a place. The thing that he talked about. I'm, I won't get all in that right now. But the thing he talked about was finding a spot. Where you could, uh, I think Elijah was the cave, where there was no outside, and if, you know, an interference. We can just actually have a conversation, and listen and talk. So it's hard to do. It's hard to do. You know that ten seconds that you did on Sunday. It made me think because I think a lot of times when we craft services, and this is not an indictment on anybody, but we don't want any dead air. Right. And. It's uncomfortable if there is for the people yeah. that are on stage, but the people sitting there too, if there's dead air, like they don't know what to do. They don't know how to act. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, silence can be very powerful mm-hmm. because it makes you reflect on what's really happening. 
so hard to so hard to find though. Mm-hmm. We have to really force ourselves to get there. You know, we play music you know on Sunday mornings when people are coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was not on, it would feel weird. Oh, there's been it times wouldn't. when you know pre-service on a Sunday morning, a computer has died, laptop has died that's playing the music or something on the sound system. We got to shut it down for a second and reset it. <laughs> and uh, that time that it's not there, you know, it, even if it's two or three minutes, like it's like people are coming in. It feels so weird, and you always wonder what's going through people. I know. Like, do they feel it too? Is it just me? <laughs> I feel. I mean, we can tell. Yeah, you can tell. I so. thought y'all could have done that song. You know, if we'd have said it to Eddie, you'd have been doing it. Which song? Uh, Sound of Silence. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. that new version? <laughs> the new one. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I don't know who that is, but is that, that's not a Christmas song, though, is it? No. In any way? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. That's well, a cover of the old Simon and Garfunkel, right? Is yes. That, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, it did get quiet though. In the I was I was sitting in the eleven o'clock service, and it got quiet when you said that we use a form of white noise to mask what we don't want to do, what we don't want to feel, and who we don't want to see. Yes, people were like, <laughs> "Ooh, okay, that, that that got a little real right there." Yeah, I'll tell you what I could tell in the when people were in the car, the drive-in. I started talking. I can look at everybody, and they're on their. I mean, they are they're on their phone mm-hmm. while I'm speaking. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's either you hear something uh, you don't want to hear, and you go find a way to get out of it. And that's what that white noise does. It just masks everything you don't want to hear, feel, or see. It just does. Years ago, you used to have a guy in the back of the worship center reading his paper during your message. Yes. I'll never forget it. He's back there. He's got wow. the paper like this. Yeah. We used to sell them on Sunday morning, and he'd just turn it. <laughs> that <laughs> was the old white noise. Now it's the phone. And now it's yeah. the phone. So, But I think we all have a some way to get out of something, mm-hmm. the white noise, somehow. But that's really that's difficult when, you know, if God's trying to speak. If he was really trying to get our attention, what, well, how does he get in there? What happens, you know? So. Let, let's play true confession now because oh, you man. said when there's somebody that you don't want to see if you're in the store you'll put your phone up and act Absolutely. like you're talking on yeah. the phone oh yeah oh yeah okay. who's done it i've done it uh my I, hand is I being have. raised i'll now. admit i'll admit i have my hands up i've never done that i talk to everyone i see <laughs> immediately so i walk over and pray with them no i've done that yes. i think i've done it too where it's not necessarily somebody that i know but like some like an employee or something that yeah. I just I don't want to like them to ask me anything, so I'll just act like I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> we got a car salesman here, so he knows what oh, he knows how to do that. Yeah, for sure. You can't he, get away from me. What's, what's the best like car excuse like somebody to not buy a car when you? Oh yeah, I want to hear that. That's good. Oh man, that's that's a tough one because <laughs> I mean people come with their gun loaded with about fifty excuses. Right. You know why they don't want to talk to you? How they're not going to buy a car today? In fact, if a guy, if you walk up to a guy and he says, "I'm not buying anything today," he is buying today. <laughs> that almost, that's that's, cl- that's, that's prob- code for I am buying. Yeah, exactly, it's probably about ninety percent. So if somebody yeah. says that to you, you're like, I've got a live one here, so you can just run with that guy. Stay with that guy. <laughs> Good to know. I always say I'm just looking, and I mm-hmm. bet that drives you guys crazy. Because I bet everybody says that. Yes, gotta, I'm just looking. They right probably now. got a plan for everything that you're going to say. Yeah. So they've heard and it all. This is the first thing they teach you, though, that nobody's just looking. Eighty um, percent of all people that walk on a car lot are going to buy a car somewhere 
uh, at, at, it's probably within the next 30 days. I mean, yeah. think about it. When yeah. was the last time you walked on a car lot just to, you know, mosey around and look at cars? Never. Last time I bought a car. <laughs> yeah. See, I can yeah. go online now. I don't have to do all that. No, you don't. I don't have to. You know, don't deliver know it to your house. Yes. I don't have to have a salesman or anything in the middle of that. It's amazing. The, the salesman probably is going to go away eventually. Um, so that, that. But, yeah, I mean, oh. you do it. You see them do it all the time, put the phone up to their up to their ear when they see you coming and they, let, me, let me tell you what my dad does okay <laughs> he walks in and we go get him a truck he, he walks in and says we're gonna buy two trucks for off the bat when we went and got a condo in gatlinburg 100 years ago he tells the salesman i want to get two condos and so i went i'm like we'll pay cash for them today i'm like why <laughs> you know i love yeah. that you know though sometimes that can work to your advantage in negotiation though um, you, because you can say, I'm, I'm going to buy today and I want your absolute best deal. And if I don't get it from you, I'll go to easily, I'll go to Greenville, I'll go wherever it takes, but I'm going to, I'm buying a car today. So, um, a lot of times though, when the, when the guy says that though, he doesn't buy, it's <laughs> really? like a whole reverse psychology whole, thing. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, interesting. Yeah. Well, the mask I've helped hide in the grocery stores, just letting you know. Yeah. Because sometimes, sometimes the mask sometimes way up, I'm, I'm walking by way down. I'm walking by somebody that I like. I think I that might be you know Steve mm-hmm. over there, and then like you can't really tell, so you don't want, so you don't say anything because you don't know if it's really him you or can't, not. Yeah, you don't know, and you're looking, at, you know, if they're smiling. And if you, you can't do say tell. something and it's not him, then it's just awkward. It's like, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one because I I struggle again. This is going to go back to the sales thing. Sounds stupid, but. I struggle with putting faces with names a lot of times, and it's even with the mask now. It's like, do I know that person? Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, you I, can't tell. It's it's hard to tell. So you just have to ask, I guess. Yeah, well, if you it want just to. contributed yeah. to <laughs> the the mask and everything contributed to the white noise. I guess the white noise and yeah. it did isolate. Yes. So Eddie, you said that our life consists of loads, space, and limits. Tell us tell us a little bit about that. Well, the, the loads are when uh, everything you do or everything you think you have to do and you just kind of add it. We're not really good at uh, cutting things out. We usually like to keep adding. Right. Then it pushes to a limit. And then somebody says, can you help me with this? And you have that automatically set up that says, no, I don't have any time. I'm maxed out. And then you come into this uh, where God has placed this space in us where he is. And you don't even have time for the space to meet with him. And so this is this is where the loads and limits, the space determines everything else, but we never get there. And that's what's happening. Most people never meet with God, never get into that sacred place, which has actually been put there by the, by the creator himself within, within us. So the loads and limits decide kind of how we live. I love that point that you made about the sacred place, because I think in in times past, like Old Testament, you said that the sacred place was was the temple. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the tabernacle, like then the temple, and then I think you know, for us growing up in the church, we kind of felt like the church was the sacred place. But in truth, a New Testament believer has the sacred place within them. He said that. That's what was so interesting. If you go Old Testament, sacred place was building, and then New Testament, he moved. He moved from the temple. This is what it says. He moved from the temple into the hearts of men, and he placed the Holy Spirit there, empowered us. And everything was really interesting. Everything that Jesus said he, you know, who he was going to be was already, this was placed in within us. Where you need a counselor, where you need peace, where you need strength. 
it's all in that sacred place we never access. It's mm. there. Interesting phenomenon that, that we tried to create sacred places in buildings. And I guess that was kind of a Western civilization thing. In the early church, when the church started, there, there were no buildings. There, they, they would meet wherever they could and homes wherever. And then we, it's, it's like we tried to you know, go back and create the sacred place. Well, yeah, I don't know if we know how to go there. So I think a building is the easiest place to walk in, and I do Sunday. You know, the sacred mm-hmm. place meeting with God really not just the Sabbath. It's that every day. I mean, getting in that place, understanding, seeing things the way he sees them, understanding. See, you got in that sacred place, you have your stuff that you think is wonderful, that you, this is what I want to live for. Whether it be your marriage, your kids, you, everybody will say it, but the loads and limits never let you go there. And that's where you get all your clarities in that in that space, every bit of it. So they try to get that on Sunday. I think they try within that one hour. Yeah, and that's why you know you're not they you're not going to live that out all week long when you don't meet. <laughs> you know, well, I got thinking about that too. You know, now that the way church is and people are not really going like they used to, they're missing that clarity, just that little bit of hour of their life. I think and it's caused a lot of people to misunderstand where they are, confusion, uh, anxiety. Look, I've, I've noticed that as as 2020's been what it's been, just just the one hour makes the difference. Even if it's it is here, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. just it's a it's a brief insight to what space could be. But I think what people don't understand, they got to create. They have that opportunity to do that every day. Yeah. Wherever they, I, I thought about that. I mean, when you said that, you know, I mean, I'm I'm busy like this. I mean, you had what fifty six hours to sleep, fourteen hours. To, wait a minute, I didn't do that. Fourteen hours to get ready for work. That, you said that was mostly the mostly women. Women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, that, that's like that ten thousand words a day thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ladies are keeping that average. So how long does it take you? Fifteen minutes. Yeah, about fifteen. 15? To get ready. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say twenty. Oh, okay. Oh, you're really good. I'm ten. I'm ten. He's younger. He's got to work at it. He's got to work at it. I mean, all these things that are in our way, and and I I think about it when I go home after work because I love work. You know, how do I not work when I go home? So what we do, we'll cut on the TV and watch the news. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. (laughs) That is not good. That is not space. I mean, it's very difficult to have thirty minutes of nothing. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you you have to make that happen. You know, I get up early when nobody is around. I get it. It's dark. Coffee's all I got. I'm sitting in quiet. I had to get used. I really did have to get used to my ears ringing. So it's got to be an intentional thing for me in the car. You said that didn't count. You can't because it, it's no. really not complete. Somebody cuts you off, and you oh, are yeah, not in over. that. You are not in that sacred space anymore. No, you're not. You know, listening to music, I mean, you know, I'll no. We were talking quiet, you and God. This is what he said. Mm-hmm. He talked, he says that in the verse. Yeah, know? I love that verse. Um, is it Ezekiel or where, where was it? The it one about the hurricanes. Yeah. I'm not in the hurricanes. I'm not in the fire. I'm in the quiet whisper. Yes. I love that. So you can't, you can't have like a, you know, piano pad or something, yeah. just instrumental I, going yeah. on. No music at all. I think it's uh, anything that distracts us from what we're thinking. You know, the clarity comes like, am I really doing well with this with my marriage? Or am I, am I doing well with my kids? So how would you know if you don't get into the space and ask the one who created it all? 
I mean, all the clarity is there. Yeah. And I love know? the whisper part because in order to hear a whisper, you got to get close. And I think that's what we, you know, God's close. We got to get close and listen, but we got to make that an intentional. Elijah came thing. in and had to cover his face. He's like, oh, he's in here. Yeah. This is yeah. this is where God is. And then then he asked him, he said, now what are you doing here? <laughs> Do you know why you're here? <laughs> uh, that's good, Eddie. I really enjoy I love it. that you said you got to ask, too, because I think just mm-hmm. showing up, like he's going to be there, but I think asking just shows how intentional you're trying to be and trying to fully seek him and actually hear from him. That's cool. Yeah. You you mentioned that to access God, you have to remove the noise, remove distractions. And then I love this that you said, this is not a, a Bible study. This mm. is just pray and listen. And I, th- I think for a lot of us that grew up in the church, the, the Bible study almost becomes the end all. Oh, I've got to be in a Bible study. I've got to, and, and we just try to go from one Bible study to another. And I think it happens with me, like with podcasts. Um, I, I walk in the morning and, but I, like the headphones have to go in, it seems like. So it's something I'm going to work on, but I'm either listening to music or a podcast or something. Um, and that's that's 45 minutes to an hour of quiet time I could have. Um, but I'm like, oh, I've got to keep growing. I've got to keep learning, you know. But And there's a time for that, but the quiet's the thing. I think the I, he wants you to be with him. This isn't mm-hmm. so much how much knowledge you have, how many mm-hmm. scriptures you know. And I think sometimes we think he's a genie in a bottle. We just want to keep asking for stuff. That's what he's there for. We just got. He wants to hang out. That's why the space is there. So you can have access to him. That's what he said. He said, all of you have access to me now. So use that access so I can just hang with you. That's what he wants. And it's not about. And then he said in the end of that verse, he said, I will reward you. I said, I will Mm -hmm. reward you. Spend time with me. I will reward you. It will happen. Uh, that passage in Matthew 6, 6, uh, from, I think it's from the message paraphrase, right? right? Matthew, yes. uh-huh. Here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place so you don't be, won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God, and you will begin to sense his grace. Mm-hmm. That, that idea of role playing before God, I think that's, you know, 21st century Christianity in America, right? Yeah. Act, act religious, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, try to impress God. I mean, <laughs> yeah, really, right. I mean, I don't know how that would, you know, he, what he's saying, would you just come in and bring your stuff with you? Just come in. You don't have, I know all of it, you know, I know all of it. Just be there is what it says. As simply and honestly as you can manage, just to be there. That's very difficult sometimes, I think. Just to not ask for anything. I tell you just, what, if you you've know. never done it, I mean, if you haven't really experienced it, you would not believe what happens with your, your mind and the things and your thoughts and what you were anxious about, how it disappears. He says it'll take the focus from off of you and it'll go to him. Mm-hmm. It's, it is, it, you, it's a supernatural thing that has mm-hmm. happened to us. And we've never really tried to get there. And so it's a renewing of your mind, I guess. You uh, kind of re, refocus. Yeah, I, I begin to think and see things like he sees it. There's not, you know, the things that we worry about, we have to deal with. He does, it is not, it's not there. Yeah. 
You know, he, it just isn't there. He's not worried about it. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. And no. then you have that thought, well, wait a minute, you're in charge, right? And you know what's going on. Maybe I should just listen to you. Yeah. You know, and then you can get rid of some load over here and limit. You can take some stuff out. Not listen to the noise. You said something. I think Brenda talked about this uh, a few months ago. You had a message about how we get our values from what we hear, what we focus on, what we listen to. And a lot of people, when they don't do this, when they don't find that place with God, they get their values from social media or from other places. And basically that's what forms us. We become like the noise we listen to. Yeah, so what do I I believe in? If I have nothing to believe in, then social media is going to tell me what it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, so... I think that's important why you, you have to sit down and be and let God be the one speaking into your heart and your soul. Yeah. Clear that, like you said, clear that anxiety, find that peace for just, even if it's for a minute. I mean, most people don't get a break from it if they don't go to that place at all. So a minute so, or two is better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So did you challenge, I know you did it in the service, but I, I'm not sure, did you challenge everyone to do that this week, that's what I would say. I did challenge them. Okay. Yeah, to go there. That, that, that's why I did the 10 seconds, just give it just a taste give a of taste. what it could be. Yeah. And the way that you related this to Christmas was fantastic to, from Isaiah 9-6. You said that Jesus is mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, our provider, our strength. But if you don't ever get into that space, that sacred place, you're not going to experience him that way. No, I think I, th- I don't know if you read the Bible for advice, you know, think about mm-hmm. this. Okay, yeah, it's a great way to, you know, it, live the way the Bible teaches. Yes, it's wonderful. But getting in but knowing the wonderful counselor beyond just reading about it. Does that make any sense? 100%. You know, mm-hmm. so a lot of people just read about him and they want to say I know God. Well, if you're in this space, you have a different language that you would use when you meet him. You're, if you're meeting God in that space, a wonderful counselor, mighty God, prince of peace, uh, we're, that, there's all the stuff that we need. Mm-hmm. It's right there. It does change how you are. It really does. I think because of it's all good. the noise, we tend to think that that God was somehow surprised by COVID. You know, that, <laughs> that um, God, why did you let this happen? What's going on? And, and it's all on his radar been there all along you know but i think it's easy even for those of us that are are trying to follow jesus it's easy for us to even leave him out of that equation and mm-hmm. say well you know what's going on here yeah i think i think it's first thessalonians or second i can't remember where it was he talks about that you know like if you want to know uh, is god coming back well no he's not coming back yet the reason why that he tells us that he's going to try to get as many people he possibly can yeah to the cross before yeah. he, he said, I'm going to give everybody their, he says, I'm going to give the, their, this is so cool space and I'm going to give them their time so they can find me. And everybody always like, Jesus come back. Mm-hmm. According to that verse, well, I guess, you know, we still got time because that's what he said. Space and time is what he's given us. Hey, we would encourage that's all good. of you guys to, to find the sacred place this week and uh, get some time alone with God and, uh, and discover Jesus as mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And um, we have so much cool stuff going on here at Marathon, and I think we want to check in with Family Ministries Pastor 
Chase and Callahan, who's going to join us on the phone live from Whoville. See if we can get him on the phone. Two ringy dingies. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Chase. Hey. Hey, this uh, is Craig Eddy, Spencer, and Brian. What's up, Chase? Hi. What's up, Mr. Callahan? Hey, guys. Uh, uh, it's me, Jason, and uh, my lovely bride, Casey, just popped in. All right. Hey, Casey. Hello. Hello. Hey, Hello, Casey. Hello. And we understand you guys are joining us live from Whoville. We are. We're actually currently on Grant's Mountain. We are. It's oh, man. Is it, is it snowing? A little cold. It's a little chilly. Uh, outside, <laughs> it's just rain. Inside, it is freezing. It's great. <laughs> Excellent. Sounds, sounds like Whoville. It, any sight of the Grinch this morning? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. stealing a Christmas tree as we speak. As we speak, he's pulling the lights <laughs> off of our Christmas tree. I thought I heard something when I walked in I this did. morning. And mm-hmm. I, was, mm. I didn't oh, want yeah. to I didn't he's, he's talk to him. Yeah, he's a, it depends on the mood, you know. Two sizes too small or three sizes too big. His heart goes back and forth. I mean, it's something... Exactly. Either way. He's, He's got now. some heart issues. <laughs> he does. <laughs> uh, is, he, right. is he close by? Could we get a word with the, the Grinch? Uh, yeah, we can try. Um, Mr. Grinch, uh, would you like to say anything? Hello. <laughs> Grinch. Grinch. How are you doing today, Mr. Grinch? Uh, I'm a little messed up, to be honest. I hear you're causing issues taking trees and lights um, not too much this year no not too much this year just uh, a little bit of uh christmas craziness <laughs> has uh, grinch has covid made your job harder or easier this year to steal christmas there's nothing good about covid kick it to the curb <laughs> how about max how's he doing Oh, Max, Maximilian, he's a good one. Uh, he's uh, he's a good pup, good pup. He's still doing his thing, saving Christmas. <laughs> so, Chase uh, and Casey, we know we've got uh, Adventures in Whoville coming up uh, uh, this week, and a uh, tremendous uh, amount of people signed up. In fact, uh, registration is now closed. Um, but tell us a little bit about what people can expect at Whoville this week. Um, we are so excited. So we have an actual town set up with Whoville Homes and Whoville Trees. And um, we actually have a story for each of the homes, the, the hula hands and the Hoovers. <laughs> and uh, you'll actually get to meet these Hoos as you take the tour and find out about their story. And the tour actually ends on Grinch Mountain, where you'll see the Grinch in all his glory, as well as experience other fun things during the presentation, um, find out the true meaning of Christmas and what the Grinch cannot steal. So tons of fun happening there. Um, Because of all of the um, reservations we've received, we have added some things. We have pictures with Santa that's going to be done in a uh, COVID-acceptable, socially distanced kind of way. But it's still going to be a great experience where you get to see Santa's workshops watch him work building all of our toys. Uh, we have cookies and hot cocoa. We have craft area set up for kids, movies they can watch. So this entire humongous building that we're standing in is going to be hopping 
with Christmas joy and families this Sunday. It's going to be great. Awesome. Thanks for the uh, update, you guys. Uh, thanks for checking in on the Marathon Church podcast. Anything else you'd like to add about Whoville? Oh, man. Well, uh, maybe if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I didn't sign up or anything like that, we won't turn you away. Uh, the registrations is good for us, so we know how to prep and plan, and especially with social distancing. But if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I wish we would have registered that, come on by and we'll try to get you in through and give you a tour and, and um and yeah, make sure that you get to be a part of it. And if you miss it this year, this is definitely an experience that we may repeat another year. So don't be too sad. There there may be another Whoville experience coming your way. It's fabulous. <laughs> Sounds great. It's great talking to you guys. We'll Thanks, talk Grant. to you soon. See you Thanks, guys. See you, Grant. Thank you. Uh, exciting couple weeks coming up at Marathon. Uh, Everybody listen to the podcast. I know uh, some of this stuff is time sensitive, uh, but uh, get on our website, get our app. You can find out all the information that you need there. And uh, we thank you for joining us today on the Marathon Marathon Church Podcast. If you would, leave us a rating, uh, subscribe, and uh, we'd love to answer some of your questions on the podcast. You can email us at info at marathonchurch.org. Merry Christmas. You guys have a great day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.